Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth, shifting you into higher consciousness, a show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden Kim include bold topics, interviews with inspiring guests, experts, and celebrities, intuitive readings, channeled messages, mental health awareness, and hot topics to expand your awareness. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Talk Purpose and Truth. It's Kim and Eden. Hi, Eden. Hello there. How is everyone today? Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you for listening. And this is fun for me because Eden interviewed me quite a while back. And yeah, yeah. I'm grateful because that episode tends to do very well. It's like in the top 15, which I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. And I always keep telling Eden, come on, it's your turn. I'm supposed to interview you. I'm like, no. And then we went together to see Tyler Henry. And that sparked in her like, hey, I'm, I'm open to answering some questions because so many people are intrigued or have questions about mediums and how they work and what they experience and what their life is like. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's very serendipitous because I originally, in early 2016, I was watching Tyler Henry Celebrity Medium and I, I knew Eden from high school. A lot of you know that already, but we had been in contact on Facebook off and on just casually about stuff. And I watched Tyler Henry and went, I want, I want someone to do a reading. You know, I've never, even though I've done tons of intuitive work, I'd never had anyone do a a medium reading for Mm -hmm. me. And so I contacted her because of Tyler Henry kind of. And so, because I went like, oh, Eden's gifted like him. So I'm going to ask her for a reading and then everything turned into everything it's turned into. <laughs> so my dad got us tickets to go see him for Christmas. And so we just went recently and we were going to talk about that a little bit just because, it, and you know, what's funny, Eden, like I tell people and they asked me a million questions. Like, they're like, you did? Yeah. Oh, my God, so lucky. What was it like? What did he do? Yeah, and same. So I, yeah, and I'm like, wow, people don't ask me questions like I go to a concert, you know? Um, and so I feel like it's an intriguing thing to talk about. And he is on a Netflix docuseries now about his readings and his life. And it's really interesting. And I just think he's very likable and very authentic. And so um, her and I met at LA Live, and Eden, that's where you went to see the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at the at Microsoft Theater, so you right. got to go back. Yes. And it was about probably 3,000 people that came to see him. Um, some people didn't know because it was very rainy, and Eden forgot her umbrella, so we were walking over to the venue sharing an umbrella, and mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I have to pull a picture. Okay, so... Eden was stuck in traffic and I was like, okay, I'll wait for you upstairs at this lounge called the Nixo Lounge. And usually it's pretty chill with like live music and it's like this like, you know, blues or jazz or just slow. And when I walked up there, it was like crazy football, air hockey or hockey or whatever, people, sports people, you know, yelling at the top of their lungs like I couldn't hear anything. And there was a famous guy and I couldn't figure out who he was. 
but everyone kept coming up to him. He must have been a sports guy because I, I was trying to figure it out. Um, but I was just watch, people watching and waiting for Eden. And then she comes and we walked over to get food at a takeout place. And I used the bathroom next door at a restaurant. And it was the same thing, like people yelling. And, and there was like people that looked like scary. And there was, it was like I was in this crazy movie. And then we finally walk over to Microsoft Theater and all of a sudden the vibe totally shifts to like peace and love. And we see Erin Cottrell, who was on our show before, an actor. Um, she was actually in a movie about Elvis, Elvis's twin brother with Ray Liotta, who now passed oh. on. Yeah. So we, we immediately see her and go hug her and go in. Okay, Eden, continue. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the show was quite interesting. Um, he first came on and he talked about how he became a medium since he was a child, you know, all his little things that happened that led him to where he's at today. And that was very interesting. Um, and we weren't sure how he was going to read people in the audience. And it was kind of interesting how he did it. So he would, um, you know, just kind of tune in and then a message would come and he would explain, okay, well, it's, I have a male here uh, who says that he passed away from, um, from a lung disease. And then um, this person was um, like, didn't get to say goodbye. I can't even remember the details, but and they, that's an example. And then people would start raising their hand or standing up all over the, the uh, theater. And then he would narrow it down to one section. He'd say, okay, it's over here. And it always seemed to be on the other side, uh, not on our side. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, um, cause we were like, I, I, a couple of times I was like, oh, that could apply to me, <laughs> but it really never didn't. Um, <laughs> and then, or never did. And, um, and then he would, uh, narrow it down by, um, he, like, he'd get to the exact section the person was in, and then, um, he would have like a couple people, maybe two or three in that spot in that area who, who felt like it might be for them. And then he would say, okay, no, not you, not you. It's you because you have sparkles around you. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And then, uh, there was one incident that happened that we thought was weird that's you know really random out there um when he was down to the two women and at first he started he said he chose the person and he started with her and then he started to realize a little bit going uh, you know a little bit deeper in with her he realized he realized it wasn't her and so he had to cut it off and he moved on to the other woman but then the person he cut off got angry and she yelled at him and she, I think she, I don't know her exact words. I don't, maybe if you, you do, but she said something like, uh, you can't cut me off. You need to give me a reading. I am, I, I need a reading more than anybody else here. And I'm, I'm about to commit suicide. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm going to take my own life. I yeah. Think okay. So he surprised me because he said, I'm sorry, I, I have to go with whatever I'm getting. Um, so I have to go with this other person. These messages are not for you. But he did say that he would definitely um, he, he was trying to encourage her to, you know, 
not take her own life and how precious life is. He kind of gave her a few words about that to inspire her to keep going. And then he went on to the next person. Um, and then uh, later when the night was almost over, he did go back around to her and he offered her a free personal reading. So I thought that yeah. was, that was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then there were, I think this happened to you too. A couple times when he started channeling, uh, I was getting information. I think it was one when he said, okay, this person died of, um, I think it might, I think it was a accident. Maybe they, he already said accident. And then I heard, I heard motorcycle and then it turned yeah. out to be a motorcycle later. Yeah. yeah. But that was, I kept getting like information and my head was buzzing the whole night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I felt like I had to do, it was great, but I felt like like energy clearing when I got home because I felt mm -hmm. the day I felt a little like weird and off like worn yeah. out yeah. yeah but it was and it was fun and I liked it you said um when we first got there you put it into perspective and you said uh look at this audience every one of these people is here because they have they believe in mediums yeah and I thought that was really cool especially because yeah. what what I do. <laughs> so. Right, right. Well, yeah. and I like I usually notice a difference. Like, like let's say, because he's gay and a medium, and he joked mm -hmm. about that, about coming out to his dad two different times. And luckily, his dad is very supportive. But I notice it when I go to, like, Elton John or Adam Lambert, you know, or, like, just anyone who's very about, like, peace and love, I feel such a different energy. Like if I go see somebody live like that, like that mm -hmm. just it's all about like, you know, peace and love and like, you know, Elton John, like the whole Dodger stadium was good vibes when I saw Elton John. Yeah. You know? Mm. Yeah. He was good energy and he was, he seems just so humble down earth and authentic. Well, he, he talked to us about Tyler Henry talked to us about things he's learned over the years of being a medium and um, all the different readings he's done. And they, they really matched a lot of what we've learned and what you've learned, Aiden. And mm -hmm. um, some of them were differently worded than what we've thought of. What I, what I really liked that I think is important to tell people is that the person who passed away doesn't want to be remembered for how they passed away. They want to be remembered for their life. And I think that make the mistake of constantly going they killed themselves how tragic the rest of the you know years they live and it's like well they don't want to be remembered for that they want to be remembered for all the great things they did when they were here you know yeah there's that and also uh what what happens a lot and it just happened last night with a reading is they carry this image of the person who passed like maybe they were really sick for a long time and they hold on to that and they don't have um even like the courage to let that image go because if they did that means that they really have to move on and and let go um mm -hmm. so they'd still hold on to that and especially if someone feels survivor's guilt they they look back a lot and they'll say, well, I should have done this differently. I, I shouldn't have done this. Um, so that happens so, so much. And and now and then Tyler just really kind of put it into perspective. We don't have to hold on to those things. They're not that they they are no longer that image. They're healthy and they're <laughs> they've moved on. They're they're in a better place. Yeah, we hear that a lot, but they're they're just like their healthier, younger self now. 
And that's what they want us to know about them so that we could all kind of set ourselves free. Right. And he also said, I liked what he said, because it can apply to us here, you know, on earth in the physical, as well as those who have transitioned is humans are so much more than their mistakes. And I think that's so great to be reminded of because everyone, especially those in the media, sometimes get blamed for their whole life for one thing they said. It's like they could have just, you know, had a bad day and said the wrong thing and they get blacklisted. And we have to remember that, like, if people make mistakes, it doesn't mean they're a bad person. Sometimes they just did something that was negative or, you know, challenging. And so I think that's a good thing to remember. And then I feel like he said something that applies to what we've experienced when Prince transitioned and we were talking to him and people go through a life review after they've passed and then they end up going through that and getting into a place of forgiving themselves and peace and love and compassion and then they get to move up to different levels there. I get the question a lot that like they people want to know where their loved ones are and people who believe in a darker place that's you know not heaven <laughs> they um they don't understand how mediums can channel them if they've done things here that seems seem unforgivable um so how I explain it in my experience, it's similar to what Tyler was saying, is that um, they do bring their karma with them when they pass if they didn't clear their karma here. And they have to to learn to grow to gain wisdom. They have a lot of that to do and they get to learn. They get they have a chance on the other side to do that. Um, I don't consider it like hell, um, but I, I it is a. A lower level that they're on uh, that they're in but it's they're still with god mm -hmm. and um they get to work their way up the ladder to higher places but they're still in the light but it's just like lower and you know it and it's maybe denser and but they get to earn their way back up yeah yeah and that's what i've seen and experienced too so you get the question even about do they, because I know Tyler Henry talked about how our loved ones can watch over us. And it's almost like he analogized it to a person high up on a tall skyscraper in New York looking out over the city. They kind of have their view and perspective on what they choose to watch and look at, like mm -hmm. not the whole world all at once, but sections. And so you get the question sometimes, do they see us when we're in the shower or you know, having sex or, you know, things that where you're like freaking out going, okay, I don't want them to see me doing that. Like, yeah. What yeah. I can't even remember what Tyler's answer was, but my answer, do you remember what he said? I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. Maybe he didn't really say, but um, he just, I think he said something like, it's not, it's not a thing. <laughs> um, They, they can go. And, and I, I want to just kind of put this out there that I, have these answers only because of the work that I do and I get this information from hearing from channeling the spirits. So obviously I don't know firsthand, um, <laughs> but this is this is based on what I've been shown. Um, okay, and it does 
match every a lot of what Tyler was saying, which felt really good, by the way, when he was explaining a lot of these things that it matched the same what I believe as well and what my mm-hmm. experience my experiences have been. Um, so with that one, um, they don't they they only come to us um, for two reasons. One is when they think we need them um, or it's just uh, because they are still in in like kind of a considered to be earthbound which is that they have unfinished business here and they hang around because they want to help their loved ones that are still here or they they have um just some some more work to do so they're not they're still on the other side but they're kind of like on on both sides at the same time and they can also be anywhere and they could be in more than one place at a time um but they don't look at us in at taking the shower you know naked they don't look at that as we do mm-hmm. they, they don't like consider it like something shameful um it's not that way so it's not anything that we have to be concerned about and they're not watching us doing those things they have mm-hmm. no no interest in that <laughs> yeah yeah and and go into a little bit i know you have a little bit on previous episodes but Mediums get information in many different ways. And I think it's interesting to Tyler Henry gets, he does get visions, but he gets automatic writing, but he scribbles, whereas you write. And Mm -hmm. so it's interesting how everyone gets their intuitive downloads in many different ways. And so it's interesting because I think yours, Eden, is really word for word and in paragraphs even, which is so unique because you don't hear about that very often. So can you explain how you work in that way? Yeah, so I do channel uh, in the form of automatic writing. It's also not the uh, the spirits writing. It's just kind of like the same writing every time. Um, and I just, as I write, it's like, I, it's just flowing. The pen just flows. And uh, as I write, I'll read everything out loud. And it is the word for word messages. And people feel like they're having a conversation with the person that's coming through because they, they are answering their questions or they're just like, they would say things like, wow, that sounds just like something they would say. Um, So that's really cool. But then I also have evolved since then. And I'm able to also get messages in other ways. Um, So it's not just, oh, and it's called physical mediumship. So it's, that's how, that's when some, um, some of the messages or all the messages come through in the form of, of, in the physical form. Um, Mine has evolved into now while I'm doing the the channeling and writing, I'm also seeing things or hearing things. So there's um, the Claire audience, Claire sentience. I think I have all of them. (laughs) Um, So it's, it's now kind of pops in as, as like a picture of something um, like a vision and, Mm -hmm. you know, and it'll show me like uh, someone sitting in a chair. And this actually just happened uh, recently where I see a, a recliner and uh, I say, okay, I'm being shown a recliner and it's the husband coming through um, channeling for the wife. And, and he says, sit, sitting, sit in my recliner, something like that. That's what I hear. And then I'll repeat that. And, and what happened with that one was she said, well, I am, I'm sitting in his recliner right now. Okay. So those are validations for people to, to really believe that this is that person coming through or that they're really with them. Um, so there's that, but, um, I also get 
kind of like this buzzing in my head telling me, okay, there's a, someone trying to come through that could happen randomly wherever I am. Um, uh, but for the most part, it's usually just the visual and the hearing and the writing. And uh, I also make sure I'm able to be normal. So when I go out, it doesn't, I don't let it happen. <laughs> right. I'm going to ask is, is do you, how do you turn it on and off? I think it's, it's just, it comes naturally now, but in the past I would get really bombarded. Um, my, my, I would feel overwhelmed if I was out socially with people or, or just in a crowd. Um, so I had to set boundaries and just kind of put it out there. This is how I want it to be. I just want to have my normal life. Um, I think it helps, uh, to also, you know, go out before you go out, like you kind of put it out there and set intentions. And I think anyone can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because there are some people, even Tyler Henry, when you watch his docu-series, he gets really sick. And I think maybe because he's doing so many readings at once, mm -hmm. um, he gets really depleted and sick after he does shows like we saw. Yeah, that's definitely happened to me. And it, it's not as big of a crowd, obviously, but it happens, um, I think, less often now but that's just because i've become accustomed <laughs> accustomed but he is too but um i i don't know i think he lets i think he takes it on it's a matter of choice mm -hmm. that's how i see it yeah i can see that i agree that it takes practice though to not take it on and that that could be for anyone who's in professions where they're hearing people's struggles or, you know, a counselor, a social worker, a teacher, a lot of it, people do take it yeah. on. Yeah. And it is really something important for you to learn how to disassociate. You could still be associated enough to be helpful, but then you have to detach and go, okay, this is their journey. And sometimes their journey is meant to be something challenging because why they're experiencing that. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But I want to, okay, so how is it now being a medium is really brave. And I know that when you started, it was harder, like your response from people. And how are you now? Like, what's the difference between when you came out of the closet as a medium and, <laughs> and how you now? Um, I know I've talked about this before, so I'm not going to get into the uh, beginning which yes, it was difficult. Um, and it's fun because now I mentor people who are in that position. <laughs> I get to help them through it, that period. But um, now everybody knows what I do. Everybody I know that I know knows what I do and it's not a secret and people aren't whispering behind my back anymore. <laughs> it's, it's more accepted everywhere. But um, yeah, that makes it a lot easier on me. So. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think it's important that you accept and love yourself and then everyone else does, you know, it ends up like it really does work that way. Once you learn how to love and accept yourself and just own what you do unapologetically, then you're not looking to the external for validation. And I think that you start to see that the right people get magnetized to you. And if people don't like you, you see that it's not about you. It's not someone. Yeah. Not took me a long time <laughs> to, yeah. to, to be okay with that. 
Um, I'm sure just like anyone, you know, we want people to be to like us uh, or, you know, accept us, especially coming from the type of background that I did. Um, that was so important. Uh, that was what I was taught. So, you know, the outside, um, what, what we look like on the outside was so important. So I had to kind of like undo that mindset and uh, realize that it's okay for people to, to not agree with what you do. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, but now um, it, things are, it just, it's all good now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I think I was also thinking to say that it's because, and I know that I'm in a better place with it because I, when that changed, when I shifted, um, that's when I started flowing. Clients just started flowing towards me. And it's been years now that it's just, they keep coming uh, and I don't really have to do much, but uh, it just shows me. And when they, it's interesting, this is a good lesson for anyone. There are times still, it's been 13 years that I've been doing this. Um, there are little chunks of time, maybe like a few week periods where it does slow down for me. And sure enough, it's like the a time that I need to focus on myself more. And I can't, I don't have that energy to give in that time. And so it forces me to go inward and, and, you know, take some time off or, you know, pause for a little bit uh, because I'm, I'm meant to learn some lessons or meant to kind of shift out of maybe something negative that's going on, you know, just anything like that, but it happens to everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. That's good to just trust it. Yep. So I, I know some of the most common things people say or ask are, well, I want to do a medium reading with a medium, but I'm scared something weird will come through that'll disturb me or something bad will happen. Mm -hmm. what, what are some things that people need to know about doing a session and why would someone from the other side want to connect with them? Like, let's say they really wanted to hear from their best friend you know, how, how does that work? Okay. Um, so people, when they, um, a lot of times I'll get this, uh, I'll have someone call me who wants a reading who's never done it before. Um, one of the main questions they ask is like, what if we get together for the session and nobody comes through? So, um, that doesn't happen. <laughs> Also, it just, just trust it's not going to happen. We can't control who's going to come through, but um, as long as we're open and receptive, then the right ones will come through. Whoever's, you know, you're going to get the messages you're meant to get. Um, so when we do that, you know, I kind of like set people up to do the letting go and magic <laughs> will happen. <laughs> so yeah, as long as people are in a place where they feel uh, they are able to let go, then um, they, they're not really scared of, you know, what, what's going to happen. It, it's just all love and it's all about healing the process. So uh, it's safe. <laughs> yeah, nobody, and, and uh, things can 
can come up that are very emotional, but it's never anything negative. We don't get a lot of times I'll tell people this is not um, if they're able to come through to me, that means they're in a good place. They're not in any kind of a negative place. Uh, and then when they come through, just listen, because they have so much more wisdom. They can see exactly what you need. It doesn't always match what you want, but you're going to get what you need in this if you're open in that way. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, I've done a lot of readings with you. And um, when I've had loved ones come in or friends come in that have passed, they have messages thanking me for something or you know, letting me know how they felt at certain times, you know, when experiences happened. And so it's very helpful and healing. And sometimes they do tell you things about your life that you, you know, you, you should be more careful about something, you know, or like, they'll just kind of give you little tips on your life or healing guidance. But yeah, like it's always positive. As well, yeah. And then I think finally, what would be amazing is to ask you about, um, do you have any uh, stories or examples of times when you listen to your intuition? Oh, yeah. I had something that recently happened that was really cool. Okay. So I will, uh, maybe last month, um, I, I well, it's been going on for a while. I have in my bathroom, um, my sink is uh, kept um, flood and what clogging, it kept clogging. <laughs> so like this, the water wouldn't go down. So, um, I got advice to go to, um, Home Depot and just get this tool. It's just like this really cheap thing that, you know, you could put in and you pull out whatever's in there. Um, but I let like at least a month go by and I still, I got was lazy and I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't feel like doing that. So <laughs> I just let it go. And then um, like a week ago, I uh, woke up one morning and it was, ha it happened again. And I was like, just over it. I'm like, fine, I'll do it. I'll go, but I'm busy today. So maybe I'll go tomorrow. <laughs> and then I went out and met a friend. I was, we were walking somewhere and we were just having a conversation and noticed a piece of paper on the ground, but it just kept going. But then I kept hearing as I'm walking ahead that, no, go back and get that piece of paper. And normally I, I just don't pay attention to those things, but I'm trying really hard to be, be more conscious and aware of what my inner voice is telling me. So I went back and I got the paper. I looked at it and it was a, a Home Depot receipt. And I was thinking I did. It didn't click for me yet that I for days I've been saying I have to go to Home Depot. Um, <laughs> I was thinking, you know, I'm really into angel numbers. So I was like looking at all the numbers on the receipt and I'm, I'm looking for angel numbers, like, you know, two, two, two and things like that. But none of that was there. And I'm like, why, why did I put it in the pocket an hour later, we're done walking and I take it out again and I look and, um, Oh, before I read it, I was telling my friend that we, I, I need to go do this thing. I need, I do need to go to Home Depot and, and fix my drain. So I, she's like, you know what? I think you should read the items on the, on the receipt. So I look at them and one of the items was drain opener. Uh. And so I was like, oh my gosh, it's, that's why it, they, it told me to go pick that up because it was telling me I really have to go do this. So I finally listened, I left there and I went to Home Depot, I got the tool 
and then um i did i did take the stuff out of the sink and it was so massive what was in there <laughs> i even took a picture of it it was like long it just kept coming out coming out it, it was gross and it smelled really bad <laughs> Um, but, and so it had to be done, but I think it's also, you know, when I finally listened, things shifted in my, you know, mentally, physically, just in a lot of ways, you know, in my life where things became unclogged or unstuck. So, mm. you know, so it was, it was very synchronistic. Um, and it was, it was for me to do to un unstick or get unstuck in many other ways. So I finally did it. So listen, yes. everybody needs yes. to listen. <laughs> yeah, you get signs that we've had crazy signs of different things. Like I even had one time I had a sign with someone like it was so strong. I had to pull over and it was like, look up this certain name. And it ended, ended up being the girl who came on our show, Grace Kavanaugh. And I did not know who that was. And I'm like, I look her up and I'm like, wow, she looks like somebody we would ask to be a guest on our show. And it ended up that, that she was, but I didn't even know her. So mm -hmm. you do have to, you never know why you're meant to have this sign. And you kind of, it's a mystery and it makes life interesting. So yeah, Eden, tell everyone how they can book a reading with you. Like, how does that work? Um, a lot of people text me, <laughs> but um, not everyone has my number. So go to my website. Um, it's just my first and last name, edensustin.com. So E-D-E-N-S-U-S-T-I-N.com. All my information is on there. I also have Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can also message me from there, but this, the website's the easiest way to find me. Awesome. Well, thank you for me finally getting to interview you after almost four years doing this show. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, well, thanks everyone for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. Find out more at talkpurposeandtruth.com. And follow us at Talk Purpose Truth on Instagram and Facebook.